Hey listeners, you're tuning in to a podcast about kids in the hall that easily veers off into mature subject matter and includes a whole heck of a lot of swearing. Enjoy the show, eh? Welcome to Kip and Tell, a podcast about kids in the hall where Hans does all the work, but everyone else takes all oh the credit. Lord. We'll be reviewing oh every episode with witty banter and unmissable <laughs> segments like should mortgage holders be allowed to smoke pot? And what is this anal probing all about anyways? <laughs> I'm Hans Seidemann in Prince Rupert, British Columbia, and I'm joined by Kalina McCortoff in London, England. Abduct, probe, and release <laughs> is my motto. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us is Stu Derricotic in Vancouver. Guys, I'm, I'm a good worker now. I can be back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, joining him in Vancouver is Trevor Record. Dad, could I have my pot back? <laughs> <laughs> no, there. It, it, we're testing it. We have to test it. All right. Well, today we'll be reviewing episode 11 of season four, which aired on February 9th, 1994. Let's kick off with our sketch rundown, shall we? We've got this week, Best Friend, uh, a cold open where Bruce tells us about how you don't have to talk to your best friends, even if they're about to get hit by a car. Poor Dougie. We then have, oh, poor Dougie. Uh, He seems like he's all right. Uh, We then have Anal Probing Aliens, where Dave questions the whole basis of their anal probing expeditions. Why are they traveling 250 million light years just to, you know, put some stuff in people's butts? And all they've learned is one in 10 doesn't mind. (laughs) Yeah, including apparently Scott's hairdresser. Uh, Then we have Good Worker, where Bruce returns to an office from which he was recently fired because he's now a good worker. Apparently, it helps if you uh, don't show up to work drunk. (laughs) <laughs> we then we have the first of three one. prostitute bits <laughs> yeah we have the first of three prostitute bits uh this one's plastic surgery where the prostitutes question whether they get any work done for themselves we then have understudy where we are returned to rod torfelson's armada featuring herman Ooh. menderchuk where rod and herman are discussing tossing out their band leader who writes all the songs and is the lead singer um, but they come to a compromise where he agrees to pay them just so that they don't <laughs> Throw him out and steal for the song. now. For now, but they're doing him a favor. <laughs> yeah, you uh, they owe him, or he owes them. Yes. <laughs> then we have commitment. One of the prostitutes uh, considers getting a cactus, but decides not to because it's a bit of a commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by Do Re Mi, which is a full-on musical number that I did not remember. So existing. delightful. Yeah, featuring the whole troupe, wherein they try to cheer up a little kid who lost his dog by singing him some Sound of Music with some uh, passers There isn't even really any uh, jokes. I, it's just like a fairly good Sound of Music homage. It's just very <laughs> sweet and wholesome and nice, and then at the end, his terrier dog returns. It's just it's just great. It's Hooray. nice. What's not to love? Uh, then we have Clotheslined, uh, where Dave writes a letter to the cyclist he clotheslined on the sidewalk and is not sorry about it in the slightest. <laughs> Uh, then we have It's Too Easy, uh, the final prostitute bit where they muse about how the job's gotten too easy. Although Scott doesn't think Dave could make her come. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then we finally have Smoking Your Son's Pot where a dirty party, a dirty party, a dinner party, dirty party. turns into a dirty party where they smoke pot. Um, and Mark's wife gets very paranoid and has to be picked up. Well, it doesn't have to be, but Scott, the husband, uh, calls the cops on her to a 7-Eleven, you know. <laughs> Classic over policing mental health incidents. And that's the episode. Yeah. Hey. So, 
for our first segment, uh, I thought we'd have a very short and sweet uh, bit where we return to our unified Bruce theory. Yeah. Do, 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 do. yeah this episode has a very solid, uh, I don't know if I'd call it a new entry, but it, it just it's a very clear entry into the unified Bruce theory. Um, and that is the good worker bit where Bruce is playing mm-hmm. uh, a, a guy who is returning to his office despite not being a worker there despite having been fired clearly from that office um, and does a lot of like manic work and is clearly uh, a quote unquote recovering alcoholic. Maybe (laughs) I don't know, but um, it just felt to me like it had very extreme UBT energy. Um, I have a very specific idea. I suspect we'll all agree, but I just wanted to throw it out there. Uh, Where do we think this Bruce fits into the unified Bruce theory? This is what happened to Gavin as he grew up. Yeah. Yeah. This is adult Gavin. (laughs) This is where adult Gavin turns into salty ham. Dad is like, he lost his job and it really fucked him up. (laughs) See, I think this might be an alternate universe within the unified Bruce uh, theory where like Gavin splits off from the timeline and has an entire Gavin timeline where it's just Gavin all the way through. And this is, this is midlife Gavin. Uh, It goes, Gavin goes down a dark path. I think if Mm -hmm. if Gavin is taken to its, to its eventual end, this is the Gavin that we see. He's drunk, can't hold down a job, uh, you know, is a bit manic, uh, Threatens probably goes to prison. I mean, he threatens to come back with a gun and shoot all those people. <laughs> so he, yeah, he's dark. fucking dark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this 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 is Gavin taken to his final conclusion, and he goes to jail. Yeah. The funny the funny thing was is that like the the as as you started getting more of the darker bits coming through, and you're starting to put together what actually happened, it did very much remind me of the, the Cathy's, but just with all men um (laughs) obviously before you get the gun jokes and um him handcuffing himself to his old desk which was a delightful (laughs) touch i really i was like oh man this is going somewhere it's not just like really awkward man coming back to his old workplace but he only handcuffs himself to a drawer so it doesn't even slow down security like a little bit they just what, what I also love is that he is clearly left-handed, but then he handcuffs his left hand to the drawer and then goes like, well, I don't normally write with my right hand, but I guess we'll just give it a go. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you, like, what did you think was going to happen? I mean, that 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 is also an extremely Gavin energy kind of thing of like, I didn't think this through, but I'm just going to go for it whole hog, you know? And especially when he says like, oh, I've been practicing for when I get a new job. <laughs> At home. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. sad. I assume that George is Gavin's middle name, and as he gets a little older, he goes by his middle name. I like that know? idea. That's all I really have to add about the UBT. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it's This isn't a UBT question exactly, but uh, one of the things in that sketch that I enjoyed was when he, he mentions, uh, the boss comes out and is like, what's George doing here? We just got the walls repainted, which really <laughs> yeah. made me wonder like what it was that was the fireable incident uh, or what happened on George's firing that required necessitating like repainting all of the walls. Any thoughts on that? I mean, he also calls to the female office worker whose name I forget right now. Phyllis. Phyllis. And she like immediately shudders. He's like, Phyllis, Phyllis. And she like freezes. So I feel like it wasn't good. Even Dave seemed a little bit, frightened of him when he arrived and then the way he menacingly leaned over the the new guy made me think that like i feel like maybe more of a self-harm thing 
mm. you know, oh, as, opposed to, uh, as opposed to as opposed to like, uh, you know, an attack. But I think, uh, I, yeah, he, I think it's he's, dark. He's he's the fuck the bank I work at guy, but he actually just lashed out it, 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 during work. He got drunk. No, he, there's no way. Fuck the bank guy is way too cool <laughs> to be going back to his old workplace. He would not retread old ground. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't, I, you know, sure, this guy made a bunch of threats and stuff like that, but I don't think he's actually uh, dangerous because he is a Gavin at heart, I think. So I think it's more just that he threw an adult-sized Gavin tantrum or something where he, like, grabbed a, a printer toner cartridge and, like, threw it against the wall or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Just, like, a fit of a fit of office worker Gavin Fury and and just got ink all maybe, over Maybe, you know? like, he threw a fit and it was it's my, the My Pen guy, but he threw a, a, a missing yes, pen related yeah. fit, you know? I did think Oh, yeah. I did think My Pen as he walked in. And there was that line where he was like, he's like, oh, still keeping the cups right by, right by the coffee, <laughs> eh? That was my idea. <laughs> That was another extremely Gavin energy kind it of really moment. Was. It's like it, taking credit for putting cups next to the coffee machine. <laughs> for you know, but before mugs, people had to just carry coffee in their hands and they burn their fingers. <laughs> The other thing that was extremely Gavin about it was when Dave went to go pour himself a cup of coffee and Bruce just stood behind him going. Oh, yep. that's so <laughs> like, gross. Like as, if, as if he could taste the coffee himself. It takes yeah. me back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. Well, do we have any alternative uh, unified Bruce theories about where this Bruce fits in, or are we mostly agreed it's either a Gavin or a, a fuck the bank uh, extension into Gord? Oh, I was just mostly, I'm just mostly worried for Bruce because I'm like, what happened at your temp job, man, before you were a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true um, fact, man. I, I don't have anything necessarily else to say about UBT, but. I I getting flashes of another sketch that I think has not yet come up but is in the same set, which is when um, Kevin goes mad with a moderate amount of power. <laughs> mm, wait, have we not had that one already? I don't think so. I oh, think it's still coming. Interesting. I could have sworn we'd already done it, but I guess I just maybe it just lives large I, in my head. Yeah, as I may be having the false canon. lack of memory. Who knows? But mm. either way, it, I'm pretty sure it's the same set. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's enough on Gavin. Gavin become George, become disgruntled office worker. Uh, let's move on now to a solid best kid, worst kid. Who do we think uh, really shown this episode? Who did we think stunk mm. it up? No, no taking the easy way out this oh. weekend. Uh, Stu, why don't you start us off? Who do you think was? Who do you think you really know, stood out this week? I don't know. This wasn't a, like particularly hot performance from anybody the first thing that comes to mind though is how how well executed the do re mi bit is for mark because like, i mm. i was prepared to hate that and like you know what this is actually really charming and it just like kept going and getting bigger and bigger mark you're such a fucking show just a just a <laughs> laugh a minute showman he is just a real pt barnum kind of fella yeah i i also like dave on this one i thought i really like the clothesline skit we've looked at it before i think when we had a little uh a little skit sample between seasons and i mm. i don't know why i just think it's really funny so mark gets your best kid with a you know a nod to dave any anyone worse kid for you this week no bad boys for me everyone was good <sighs> soft <laughs> medium takes kalina yep. give me give me some hard takes come on okay i 
hot take for best boy is Dave. I I love I love hookers so much. Yeah, and, oh, fascinating. And I and he is such a beautiful woman, and I I love his French Canadian hooker. It, it just it really <laughs> I think stitched the episode together. And I mean we are keeping this episode short and sweet, kind of because there isn't necessarily anything standing out. But I feel like he was a consistent thread throughout most of the sketches because I mean he he was the questioning alien in Anal Probe. We also had him uh, kind of doing the straight man to our George in the comeback to office after your alcoholic spree. <laughs> we had him mm-hmm. in, in hookers. I mean, he didn't show up in Rod Torfelson, but I mean, that's to be that's that's to be expected. I don't know. And yeah, Letter to Hospital was pretty solid, and, and in Dinner Party Stoned, um, he was a good dad. I, I just I feel like he wasn't necessarily standout, but he really was the glue this time. He was in almost mm. everything except for where it was just the Bruce alone things. So, yeah, he he was he was in pretty much everything though. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any worse kids, Kalina? Come on, no, throw someone I, under the bus, I please. Really can't. Do it. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like. No, because I would I would say Scott almost just for lack of appearances, but I love Hooker so much I can't. He mm. they they play off each he, other he too was well. He's a big pre- presence in the pot smoking sketch too. He, and yes, that's and that's true. That is very true. He everyone's solid. <sighs> I'll give I'll Trevor, give worst please, kid worst please. kid to that Jack okay, Russell. Uh, worst he- kid <laughs> was Hans because he didn't do his homework <laughs> and he wrote the notes for this episode at the last minute while we kind of just silently waited impatiently. Twiddled our thumbs. Yeah, so I mean, he gets a real meaty stinker award to this week, and uh, <laughs> no, best kid definitely goes to Dave though. Um, yeah. Yeah, like he was in everything. He was pretty good in everything. Honorable mention goes to Bruce, though. Good worker Bruce is, is such an uncomfortable thing to watch. Just the mm. worst. And yeah. he sells it. He sells it big time. Oh, I didn't get to give an honorable mention. I do want to give it to Mark because his <sighs> Nina in, in pot smoking like dinner party yeah. was just really on point. See, and I, I'm going to go ahead and give best kid of the week to Mark because... Uh, his his Nina in the pot smoking sketch was great, and also, you know, we we kind of talked about or Kalina, you mentioned that this episode's going to be short and sweet because there's not all that much to talk about. But it's not because there wasn't a what I think of as a standout sketch because um, Do Re Mi was like fantastic. It's just, but it's just so nice and wholesome and good. Like it doesn't <laughs> doesn't lend itself well to discussion, but it's still a great sketch, and that's like very pure mark energy um he really like that i don't think that sketch works if mark's not the one leading the way on it so it also very much reminded me of like trip to the farm totally yeah Yeah. very same kind of same kind of energy there yeah um and he you know he was very briefly in the good worker sketch as the boss so eh, whatever i give it to mark this week um worst kid i'm giving to kevin i mean it just seems like an easy Uh, pick for me because why he's well, because he's only really significantly in the Rod Torfelson sketch as the as the guitarist who's getting kind of shat on, and it's like it, 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 nothing against Kevin. Like, I mean, I I just feel like I want a hard take, and I'm taking the hard take. <laughs> Kevin's the worst kid out all of right. all of the very good uh, kids. 
this episode uh, wants, because gives because everyone he wasn't in all that many things for having a for having too nice of a take and then just pitches this softball over the plate. <laughs> Literally, uh, none of you picked a worse okay, kid. I, I, I'm I, picking I, a worse I, kid. I, I, first it's of Kevin. All, you're really solidifying yourself as worst kid this week. But also, he was so good in the Rod Torfelson uh, Arts Armada featuring Herman Menderchuk that I, eh. I couldn't give him worst kid. Eh, I don't know. It, it, it as like that was not as good as the original Rod Torfelson. Well, maybe if you'd arrived that, like, this week having eaten, Trevor's mic cut out. Trevor uh, just got transferred. God is into... on my <laughs> God is on my side clearly. Uh, um, oh, weird. And is uh, well, all I said was maybe yeah. if you'd arrived this week having eaten. Yeah, yeah. The the universe doesn't agree apparently. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay. Well, that leads us into our final segment, which is our standout sketch. Um, so, before we head off, what did we think were the best and worst sketches of the week? Um, why don't you take it away, Stu? Oh, and give it a rating out of five. Give it a rating out of five. Uh, you know, the anal provalians wasn't very good, but an impressive set work. They had all of this face prosthetic oh, and yeah. makeup, <laughs> and like two sets, one of which was aggressively boring, but it was just neat. It was a lot. <laughs> Um, best, 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 best. For just Zinger, I actually like the, the plastic surgery uh, hookers. I like that it too. Was good. I like the like. I would have my teeth removed. I guess like just it felt very like work talk <laughs> and being absurd. And I I love their <laughs> dynamic between uh, Dave's flighty Quebecois and Scott's more brassy hooker. <laughs> So good. They're good. Although I feel weird giving best skit to to a little zinger like a. No, I think that's a hot take. Hot I think take? that's a really good okay. hot take, and I was considering it. I like mm. that one. I'd go for that. And I think the worst. How many out of five are you giving that? I'm gonna give that surgery botch job. I'm gonna give it through three point seven five cauliflower ears out of five. <laughs> mm. Okay. And I think best friend was. You got Have you got a worse one? Best friend was probably the worst. Maybe commitment, just because mm. com- commitment was was silly. Yes, cactus, sure. Mm, fair enough. Uh, Trevor, what about you? Uh, you know, I, I I think I'll give Good Worker the best sketch. Um, it's very uncomfortable okay. to watch, but I, I appreciate that. And mm. uh, I, I'll give it um, three and a half Good Workers now out of four. <laughs> <laughs> And have you got a worse one? You know, I, I don't know that any of them were terrible. Um, so no, no worst one. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Kalina, how about you? Um, I am going to give it to uh, smart pot smoking dinner party. Uh, just because you, everyone either has been or knows someone who has been Nina <laughs> after you literally had one toke. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Which is which and is hacked and hacked uncontrollably after your one little puff for like it's five nice. minutes. Oh, I, I, uh, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, that 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 it's nice is so perfect. Yeah, I I I love that. I just think it's, it was one of the the well rounded sketches of um, the episode. I will say that. Uh, honorable mention goes to the it's too easy uh, hookers sketch where she's just so disappointed that it's like it literally lasts two seconds it's like you know it's just not a challenge for her Mm -hmm. yeah I just I thought I think all of their stuff which maybe we can discuss another time really holds up I feel like this has got the kind of stuff that probably could come up like on TikTok now and people would love Um, as for worst Whoa, whoa, whoa! How many, Gosh. how many, you know, joints smoked out of five is <laughs> oh. your, uh, smoking your son's pocket? I'm gonna give it three and a half, three and a half out of five. Okay, 
well-rounded, but like n- not probably top of my list when we get to the end of the season. Yeah, it's not going in the vault. No, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, worst. I don't know. Yeah, no, none, none were terrible. Like that. That's the thing about this episode. I mean, maybe clotheslined. I know some some of you guys loved it, but it it was just a Dave monologue. The only thing mm. I chuckled at when he was like side walk. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. that was really it. But I did. I think I thought best friend was funnier than that, and and that, I guess those two are the lowest. But I mean, we're we're kind of going from an even bar. Nothing was standout. Nothing was shit. It was just. It was. It was a steady. It was a steady roll. See, now I'm realizing that really the bit that we should have done this episode is a bit about the prostitutes because this would have engendered at least some uh, strong disagreement because uh, I did not care for the prostitutes this episode. Well, maybe you should have done your homework. (laughs) 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 But like, uh, so like, yeah, I I feel like the prostitutes are in danger of becoming the next cops because it's kind of there's not enough meat on those bones on those little bits. I really uh, you know, I bone. the only thing that I think the only thing that makes them better than cops is I actually like each of them have a distinct personality that is like interesting in and of itself. But like yeah. the 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 premises of their bits are not dramatically better than any of the cops bits. You know, mm. um, the only thing that that's that makes them work at all is like the delivery. And so if the delivery is not like uh, like just top notch, then I feel like they they drag a little bit. And like for my money, uh, it was funny that you considered putting plastic surgery as your top sketch because for me it was clearly the bottom <laughs> for what? this episode. Oh wow! Yeah, exactly. See, so this is, okay, this is the thing though is I think the difference between them is that okay for one I think the 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 Dave Scott dynamic is currently my favorite, which we've discussed about like Francesca Fiore mm. and and Bruno oh, Prince yeah. Jones. And so I really love their energy together. And then, and then, secondly, I think it's just it's the fact that the, that like talking about just the the mundane stuff, the day to day stuff, you would never consider that that they would be talking about because the, the issue is mm. so taboo. That makes it a mm. million times better than cops. A million. A million. Yeah, I, I, I hear your point, and I somewhat disagree. Although I will say, uh, my fa- my favorite bit from all the prostitutes uh, sketches this episode was when uh, was in the too easy bit where uh, Dave gets in the car, immediately gets out, and he immediately then, gets out, yeah, and then and then Bruce sticks his head out the window and says, "Thanks for the great sex," yeah. and then just drives away. <laughs> I, um, I love that one ends with, or no, it's I actually know. thanks for the really great sex, yeah. And she's like, "I know, I'm an artist." Like it just. She's not. She's not satisfied with her her fuck creations because she's too much of an artist. I love that. Yeah, but anyways, my top sketch of this week, uh, I think, surprising no one, uh, is the Do Re Mi sketch, which I think is just oh. a great. I think it's just a top notch, top notch, great sketch. It's extremely my energy um, in that it is. Uh, there's no tinge of darkness to it. It's just nice and <laughs> just, sweet, just... but also funny. And Mark, Mark looks like a Mormon. And uh, there's a terrier at the end. Scott's ponytail is very funny for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, that's uh, true. I give it uh, four returned lost dogs out of five. Four wow, theater kids out of a gaggle. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, oh, I think all right. It merits wow. it. I'm surprised Big it marks. didn't get any more love from from you all. Yeah, you all your guys' top sketches were like in the threes. Well, <laughs> that's because wow. you're you're the designated theater kid, Hans. I'm sorry. Look, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This this wasn't a it's heavy true. hitting episode. Yeah, Colleen and I no, are smoking I mean, I cigarettes agree. behind most the... of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was oh, all right. But no, I love the, I love the Dorani theater kid too. I was. Oh, dude! Stu absolutely went out to the smoke pit uh, (laughs) at lunch hour and hung out under the trees with his friends, and they'd talk about how dumb Mrs. Sanders was today in English class. I see Trevor as a jock, but like like a weirdly rich jock. I I know you're not, but just for some reason, I'm like I could see you on like a sailing team or something. (laughs) If I went to, if, (laughs) if I had a rich family and went to a private school, maybe. He 100% would have been yeah. on the sailing team if he had had a wealthy family, yeah, no question. <laughs> I just want to beat other people at sailing, yeah. But, but like, st- while, <laughs> while wearing a blazer, too. I'm like, oh, they don't have the right blazer. <laughs> Instead, I was, uh, I was in the band, though. I was a band geek. Ooh. Mm, band kid. Band kids are fun. Shocking nobody. I was in the computer repair club, so, you know. <laughs> that just you sounds go. like the principal uh, made you do free labor. Straight up, our IT teacher did make us do free labor. Our, oh, no. our IT club, our IT club was us repairing school computers after school for fun, oh and like God. none wow. of us caught on. Oh none of us God. caught on until after the fact, and we were like, "Haha, this is so great! We have so much power. Where we have we control the school computers." Teacher. But that no, teacher is a genius. <laughs> she fully just exploited us for free labor, and when we and when we had a problem we couldn't solve, she'd be like. I think you guys should just try and figure it out. And then we'd be like, ooh, a problem for us to solve. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I don't want to fucking deal with this. You guys were just Man. competing for best boy every fin- single week, weren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, oh, it's a really man. important part of uh, computer repair to wash my car outside. It's all about the mentality. Let, of- let, <laughs> let me, get, let me guess. So. The teacher also at some point allowed you guys like special computer privileges like there was some point where you were allowed like a a land game of starcraft and you lorded that over some of the other students oh i really want to have a land that 100 percent definitely did happen <laughs> yeah. yes that's that's it. that's it that's you're you're incredibly correct trevor yep yeah <laughs> anyways we were dumb rubes that's great well anyways that brings us to the end of our episode 11 season 4 review Whee! join us next yeah. week for our episode 12 review, which will be hosted by, drumroll please, <laughs> Kalina. Oh, it is it'll me. Be okay, that's good. That's good <laughs> reminder. <laughs> it'll be hosted by Kalina. It's a surprise yeah. for everybody. Well, anyways, in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at Kith and Tell Pod. Weigh in on your favorite sketches and enjoy some delightful gifts. Meanwhile, thank you for enjoying and listening to our little corner of podcast internet Savory. that we like to call Kip and tell. <laughs> All right. Have a good weekend. Do deer, a female deer. <laughs> no. Ray, a drop of golden sun. Me, a name I call myself. Far, a long, long way to run. So a needle jet. Oh, damn. A note to follow so. Tea, a drink with jam and bread, and that brings us back to do 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 do. Well, that was dumb. <laughs>